Legally Blonde, Suits, My Cousin Vinny. All badass lawyers, all different. Which begs the question, what type of lawyer do you want to be? Don't waste another second thinking, ugh, I don't even know what types of lawyers there are. Trust us, we've been there. Let's put a stop to that once and for all. Go take the 90-second quiz from new lawyer now what coach Angela Vorpal to give yourself a clear picture of the best fit type law for you. Go to www.whattypeoflawyerquiz.com and take the quiz today. Once you've taken the quiz, send us a DM on Instagram to let us know what type of lawyer you got. We can't wait to hear. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Ladies Who Law podcast. I'm Sam. And I'm Haley. And we're back, guys. I don't know if you noticed at the beginning of the podcast, but it was Ladies Who Law. Guys, we just got done taking the bar for the second time, but we have positive and exciting news to share. We don't know our results and we won't know them for what feels like forever. Mm -hmm. But we are here to recap our experience this past time, like we did for you last time, and just share how we're feeling and the differences between last time and this time. So without further ado, well, let's let's dive in. So, okay. First and foremost, I guess if you're new here, we'll give you a little background on, you know, our ourselves because I I asked on our Instagram for like questions about the mm-hmm. bar and there were a few people who were like confused if we had graduated or not. Like they thought that maybe we were taking the bar um like during school, the first time cuz like we took it in February. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. For any of you that don't know who we are, we are recent graduates. We graduated in May 2022. Um, and we took the first our first bar exam in July of 22. And we both technically passed, um, just not for our jurisdictions. So we decided to take it again. And that's why yeah. we took the February bar. So no confusion. We're graduated. We're out of law school. Hence, ladies who law. Yes. Okay. And another little tidbit. When we took it last time, we took it together in Oklahoma City because that's where I was living. This time I took it in Texas, which means I had to drive down to Austin from Dallas. Um, if you're not familiar with geography of Texas, just look it up. It's like a three hour drive, but it definitely wasn't the same experience as last time sleeping in my own bed and, uh, being with my dog. Right. But, uh, it was a really eye-opening in a sense that um, how many people I took it with this time as compared to last time. And, you know, just the situation I was in, staying in a hotel, it felt like a game day kind of situation. You were out of like your own element. So, um, yeah, I want you guys to keep that in mind as we talk about this too, because we not only was it taking it again, at least we had each other to study and do things and we talk on FaceTime every day, but 
it was different in the fact that I had to call you after and be like, what did you think? I couldn't just talk to you right when we left, like last time. So yeah. So recent grads, best friends. Yes. The whole bit. Yes. Best friends, besties. I mean, also like if you're new here, go listen to like some of our old episodes. Go listen to our July episode of like a reaction for the July 22 yeah. bar if you want to hear about that. Um, yeah. I'm never going to listen to that one again, but yeah. No. Before we dive in though into like our different experiences, because like Haley said, we had very different experiences this time. It was just a whole yeah. other thing. So we'll get into that more in depth. But first, I want to talk about the big question that everyone was asking, like, are we going to use Barbary again? Like we did yeah. last time, or if we were going to use or. a different program. So this time around, if you guys have followed us on Instagram, which if you don't, go do that. Um, we shared that we we're going to be using Themis Bar Review for the February 23 bar exam. Yeah. And okay. I just, I think we should start at like the beginning. What did we of think course. like the first few weeks of maybe the structure? Um, you know, what, what did you think? Of Themis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, so the, the program. Yeah, like of course, of course. So review, you know, like maybe of course, of course. Just tell me how you felt like the first few weeks of using it. Okay. So to set the stage, we started using it in November, uh, mid November around like the 15th or 16th. That's when it opened. Um, we immediately got on there and we just started using it. Both of us were working. So it was, you know, not one of those things where you can spend eight hours a day as we're using it. I'm thinking, okay, I like this. One of the immediate things I noticed was, which I've shared before, were the quizzes after the videos. And I felt like that was so helpful for me because it kind of highlighted what was important. Because let's be honest, you guys, like these videos are long and there's a lot of information. And sometimes you're like, uh, what was I supposed to take from that? So I really loved the quizzes. And that was one of the first things I noticed because Barbary does not offer that. So that was one of the first things that I was like, okay, I like this. I'm watching these videos. Um, they're broken up and they're not all in really big chunks. And yeah, I mean, at the beginning it was just, you know, we started with contracts, I think. And I'm just going through it again. And I'm thinking like, okay, I do know some of this stuff. I remember some of this stuff. But that was definitely one of the main things that I was thinking like, okay, uh, this is different and this is new and I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, honestly, the videos are still really long though. Just like before, it's just broken up. So yeah. you can kind of, instead of, you know, whenever we were using Barbary before, we'd have to pause it and then like come back or whatever. But now it's just in little segments. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, yeah. So specifically about the videos, because I think that that's like the number one thing that people like wonder about because it's yeah. like the way you learn with the bar for most prep programs, like you have a video and like an outline or something like that. Um, So I definitely liked the shorter videos and I did like the quizzes at the end because like you said, it kind of helped you focus on like what you should be taking away from the subject that you're learning. Um, Yeah. The one thing I will say is that some subjects had like 16 videos. (laughs) I was a little overwhelmed. No, they had weight like that. You know, like, and yes. yeah, it wasn't a long, one long video like Barbary, right? Um, but but. It, even though it was broken up, it 
it just felt like seeing like chapters one through 16 videos. Like I would see that and I'd be like, Ooh, that's a lot that I have to go through, you know? Um, I mean, there was some that was one through 24. I know. Yeah. Um, and that's what you're right. That's really intimidating to look at and see that and be like, Oh, exactly. (laughs) Just to go through all this. Right. And so I think more towards like, uh, when I got to January, I kind of stopped watching the videos because I was like, I feel like I yeah. personally review better. Um, I also, it's the second time we're doing it, right? This is, you guys have to take this with a grain of salt. We've learned this stuff before. So it, yeah. it's going to come back a little faster and easier. And you're not going to necessarily have to sit there and like watch all the videos if you don't need to, you know, because you're limited on time. Absolutely. And I think with someone who's a first time taker, you know, think about that, right? Like Barbary offer when you're going, the whole reason we want to talk about all this stuff is to help you guys make an educated decision on the very expensive, uh, bar prep program that you choose to go with. They're all really pricey. Let's be honest. So with that being said, Barbary shows you your videos all in one big chunk and Demas breaks it up. So if you are sitting down for that first time, it can kind of be maybe like it is overwhelming to look down and see one through 24, but not all the videos are that long, right? Like some of They're them are 30 digestible. minutes, 20 minutes. Exactly. And, yeah, and some again, of them are like five minutes. Exactly. And again, you can come back, right? So I think that that's the nice part about that. And I think that's something, you know, for us who are people who have done this twice and now have used two different programs, we can really recognize those differences and see like, oh, wow, you know, maybe this is really nice and helpful for us to um, also kind of pick for us for like you were saying, since this wasn't our first time to pick and choose the ones we wanted to watch. Yes. But still be able to do the quiz. Yes, because sometimes I would just like, if I knew the subject, right? I was like, okay, I know what, um, Fourth Amendment search and seizure, like, I don't need to watch a video on that, you know? So what I would do yeah. is literally just skip through the video and then do the quiz. And then the mm-hmm. quiz grades you. So you can kind of see, like, oh, I got them all right. I'm good. I can, like, move on. Or you're like, oh, shoot. Uh, Maybe I don't know I should watch as it. much as I know. Maybe I should watch that video. So it can give you um, a better sense of like where you're at, right? Also, I will say, along with just like themes in general, moving on from videos, the outlines, I really liked the fillable outlines, the PDF shorter ones that mm-hmm. went with the videos. I thought that was great. You know, I didn't necessarily use all of them at towards the end because I was not watching all of the videos, but I think when yeah. I was first getting into bar prep, like again, it it just keeps you on track. It keeps you organized. Engaged. I just like how they, they kind of like tell you what you need to know. They don't hide the ball. We'll be right back. Hey guys, we want to take a moment to talk about something that has been a game changer for us busy lawyers, Audible. Yes. Audible has been our go-to platform for incredible audiobooks, offering an extensive library of thrillers, nonfiction, autobiographies, and mysteries. And guess what? We've got a special treat for you. Audible is offering a free trial to our listeners, and all you need to do is check the link in the show notes. It's the perfect opportunity to experience the magic of audiobooks without spending a dime. 
Speaking of thrillers, I know you're currently hooked on Never Lie by Frida McFadden. Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. The twists and turns in Never Lie have kept me on the edge of my seat during the workday and even when I'm on my daily walks. It's like having a suspenseful companion wherever I go. And for those looking for some financial wisdom, I have been engrossed in My Money, My Way by Kamuku Love. It's packed with practical advice on managing finances, perfect for anyone trying to navigate the complexities of money management. What we love most is the flexibility Audible offers. As lawyers, our schedules can be unpredictable, but with Audible, we can enjoy our favorite books on the go, whether we're stuck in traffic, hitting the gym, or waiting for a court hearing. So if you're ready to embark on a literary journey and discover the joys of audiobooks, click the link in the show notes to start your free trial with Audible. Trust us, you won't want to miss out on this fantastic offer. Exactly. And that's the most important thing I feel like, because you don't have time to be like searching for it. Like you do in law school when you're trying to digest this case and figure out what the rule is and la 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 la. No, I just want you to tell me what I need to know. And I think one of the best parts about it is being able to learn what you need to know early on so that you can memorize it. Because I think that's a big part of it. That yes, whenever I, you have so much information, it's really hard to do that. Yes. To and digest I will and say memorize. That I feel like Themis puts a um, a bigger emphasis on memorization than other programs simply because they have the pre made flashcards that they make you go through throughout your program, which yep. helps because like they're pre-made. You don't have to worry about making your own flashcards. You can make them too. Like you can add your own, which is nice. Um, so I yeah. like that because it helped me start memorizing from the beginning, like not yeah. four weeks out before the exam, you know? Um, yeah, so absolutely. No. And, and then they're called the drills, the flashcards. And so, yeah, that's another thing I think going on to like, what would you call it? Uh, the course structure, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, as you're going through, you're going through different subjects, it tests you on the group of subjects after you've done them and then you move on and it tests you mm-hmm. on that group of subjects. And it's not just all MBE at the beginning and then MEE at the end. It's everything is mixed in together. And I don't really know how they pick which subjects to do, but I thought it was relatively well worked for me because I needed help in contracts and that's where we started. Yeah. So no, for sure. And property was like one of the first ones too, which was great. Cause I feel exactly. like they really started with like some difficult subjects. Um, and cause mm-hmm. yeah, contracts can be very simple, but on the bar, it can be really hard. Um, and they yeah. make it like, they make you from the beginning kind of get those complicated subjects out of the way. And then you have longer time to spend with them, which I personally thought was great. Yes. They also give you a lot of questions as you go through and test you on the subjects. I feel like the questions that they give you are very intentional because they're trying to... What? I want to say, because you said intentional about the questions. Because Mm -hmm. So when you take the bar in the MBE specifically, you need to time yourself. And they... uh, uh, Themis specifically puts like 34 questions together at a time pretty much for the whole program. And that's equivalent to like about an hour of testing time. 
Um, so they, and they have a timer, like they're very good with the timing. Like they want you to be able to see your timing from the get go from the beginning. Um, yeah. It just keeps you like you doing 34 at a time. Like it's like a whole hour of questions. Like you're going to have to do that on the bar. So I like that part, um, a lot. Um, also, I mean, famous and you world go hand in hand. So yeah. That was amazing. So should we, be honest, should we talk you about know? your world? Yeah. The explanations. I mean, I can't harp on this enough. I really love the explanations. It told you what the main point of the law was. If you were like, okay, I get that. But now how did this all work out? You go back to the top of the explanation and it gives you a picture or a chart. And then you go down from there and it tells you why every single answer is wrong. Um in comparison to other programs that, you know, do the MBE because this is a huge part of the test. So like there's a lot of programs out there. I really have found that these explanations are just beautiful and work so well for me. And yeah, really, I feel like helped me with the memorization, helped me understand things to where I could really grasp it and walk away with it. Yeah. I think that especially if you're a visual learner, I think UWorld is definitely the way to go. Um, because I talked to a few people like the day of the MBE and I was asking around, like, what did you guys use? And a few people said that they had switched to UWorld this time around and that they loved it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, great, yeah. me too. Cause I love, you know, it's, it's just nice to hear. Also, like we wanted to use UWorld because a lot of people from the July bar said like, Oh, the MBE was just like UWorld. So duh, we're going to use it. And it, it was great. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, absolutely. I would say 10 out of 10 recommend that, um, the, one other aspect I really liked, and I guess this is pretty much like the last thing, um, the MEs, mm-hmm. whenever you would do them on Themis, they time you. And I, I keep on harping on timing, but it's so important to like be yeah. timing yourself from the get-go. And they have literally a timer up there that like tells you. And I found that really helpful for me um, just w- while practicing, you know? It's really funny that you bring that up because now that you mentioned that, I realize, yeah, you're right. They were timing us all these times. And I felt like I kind of got a little faster. And now mm-hmm. I wonder if that was part of it because it's really, really nice, guys. Like the core structure, I kind of just want to like give you a little play by play just so you can know what you're getting yourself into if you decide to use Themis. Basically, you know, you'll get on there, you watch some lectures, then you're going to go through these drills, then you're going to have this uh, like AQ2, which is basically an assessment of everything you learn, and it'll be like 30 to 50 questions depending on the subject, right? And then you take that, and then they'll give you essays, and then you immediately like jump into essays with the subject. So it's just, you know, you're doing everything with this. It's just nice, Okay. And it's really nice for someone who just needs to show up and be told what to do, right? Like a workout class. Sometimes we just need to show up. Some people can do great in the gym, not everybody, right? So this is what that is like. And you just log in with the essays, like Samantha said, it times you. And from the beginning, it's timing you. So, you know, you, but it doesn't shut you down if you're mm-hmm. past the time or it'll, anything it'll like that. It'll literally just say like, time is up. Time's up. But it will Keep literally going, like... Yes, but it will just make you so conscious of how 30 minutes feels to sit down and take a test. So yes, absolutely, 100% agree. And they give you so many essay options on Themis to go through. Uh, 
And I know at the end, we were using those a lot. We were just going through essays and looking at those to kind of get familiar because, right, the last two weeks of the bar prep programs are usually just reviewing. Um, Mm -hmm. And sometimes you think, well, how do I do that? And essays is an amazing way to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Obviously, we don't have our scores (laughs) April 14th. Yeah. I'll find out. I'm sure you'll find out shortly before or after me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that this time around, hopefully it's the last time I ever have to study for the bar. Um, but I really enjoyed using Themis, you know, it will be because also I keep on telling myself and everybody around me, me and Haley already passed the bar in some States. So like worse comes to worse, we're attorneys already somewhere else. Okay. So the bar can like suck it. Okay. Anyway, literally moving on from that. Um, I think Themis was great. Um, also, ooh, last yeah. thing, they do have like an attorney. I think it's like a attorney that works mm-hmm. for Themis, like call you, um, and like leave mm-hmm. an encouraging message, you know, sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that was cute. I thought, I mean, yeah, it's right. Cute little yeah. And sentiment, the, you know, it's yeah. And the greeter. Yes. Yeah. And the grader, like there's a grader that grades your essays the whole time. So they kind of see how you grow. And yes. And they grade super fast. Two days, like you'll get your MPT scored or whatever. You can turn in as like many essays as you want. Um, It was, it's just good. Like it had all the things that I needed. Also, it's not as expensive. It checked all the boxes. Yeah. Right. Like other programs. Yeah. You know, so (laughs) if you're listening, like we liked Themis. Check it out. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And uh, especially if you get the option to pick, like, again, I want to harp on that, you know, do your research, listen to people, what they thought about it. Um, go back and listen to our past episode about when we studied before and then make your decision. Yeah. And also like, there's a lot of programs, guys. Um, it's not just Themis and Barbary. That's just like Mm-mm. what we had to use. Um based on our circumstances. So if you guys have any other bar prep program that you're like amazed by DMS, let us know. And you know, maybe we can chat about it. Yeah. We'll definitely be chatting about more. Um, okay. So I have a question, Haley. Is there anything that you did last time that you did not do this time when studying? Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't do as many MPTs this time. Okay. That was something that I'm just going to be honest with you guys because that's, you know, live your truth, right? That freaked me the F out at the end. I was kind of like losing my mind. Um, I thought, oh my God, I made a huge mistake. Um, Things like that. But in reality, I felt like I changed my process this time to fit my weaknesses and the MBE were my weaknesses. That mm-hmm. was it. It was it. Um, I mean, if I would have done as equally as well as I did on the writing, which wasn't even that great, let's be honest. Um, I would have passed for Texas. So I just think that that was something I was like, okay, like that's an obvious thing. So you need to work on that. So, um, and some differences in that way. I didn't do as many questions as I did last time. I didn't do as many MPTs as I did last time. Um, 
I did look at more essays than I did last time. You know, I, I think okay. it's kind of funny, right? I have a question for you because obviously okay. we studied, you know, we know how each other studied last time. And I do remember that you, I feel like you were re- very writing focused July. Is that correct? Like, would you say mm-hmm. that you were a little bit more focused on the writing aspect of it? Yes, because I was under the impression and I thought that with an average MBE score, like a 125, which is basically what I got, um, I could get a a passing score because I was going to blow the writing out of the water. That was my mentality, right? In Oklahoma, you can get your answers back. And obviously, I realized fairly quickly that was not the case. I was like, oh, wow, this is humbling. You know, I didn't do as well as I thought. And I thought, okay, when I left that test, what did I think? I didn't know the law. That's what I thought. I thought, man, there were so many things that if I would have just had a few more weeks to study, I would have known. So this time I was all about memorization and all about the law. I mean, I feel like it helped because I'd already learned it before, not that long ago. And spatial repetition is so helpful when you're studying things like this. But at the same time, there were a lot of things that I did differently. But at the same time, like I tried to take the good parts of last time that I knew really helped me, um, like looking at essays, like going through essays and talking about stuff. Um, that helped me understand the law because sometimes the MBE just isn't enough. It doesn't also help like you some of the MBEs are so dumb that they don't even make sense. Like exactly. we'll talk about that in a second when we get to your Q and a, but I, so do you think that this time you focused just use just more on the law, the, the substance than rather than yep. like, yep. Okay. And I focused on memorization and I didn't like, I, like I said, I didn't do as many questions. I mean, I did essays at the end because that was something that I knew really worked for me. But mm-hmm. I focused on literally memorizing the law to the point where I was like comfortable with people quizzing me and I wanted people to quiz me and I wanted people to ask me about it and I wanted people to talk with me about it because I was like hyped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I think I was just so into knowing what was going on about the law that it helped to solidify it for me. You know, I think that there were some mm-hmm. times where in the past I was learning stuff for the first time. I really do mm-hmm. believe that this past summer we learned stuff for the very first time. <laughs> so we our own law really professors. Ha- yes. And it helped to go into this knowing that stuff already. You see what I'm saying? So it was kind of like, okay, I remember this, but now I don't really understand this. Like I need more. So help mm-hmm. me learn more about this. And, um, yeah, I think also something was really nice is I realized that I am like, uh, a visual learner and I'm also someone who enjoys talking it out, um, a lot and it really helps me. So I just kind of leaned into those different things this time when I, I really think I, last time I was just kind of like scared and questioning a lot of things that I did. Also, what I feel what like do you, what do you what do you do differently? So, I feel like in for the last administration, I was very rigid. I was waking up at six a.m., seven a.m. You know, like starting early, like 
I got to do this. Like very rigid. Um, Drill sergeant. Yeah. You know, it was almost like I was just trying to check off the boxes, get it done. You know, so I, you know, I didn't want to study either because I didn't like using Barbary. So I'd be like, I want to get up early and get it over with. So I'm done at like noon and I don't have to study the rest of the day, you know? Um, this yeah. time around, I'd listen to my, I guess my body, you know, like what I mm-hmm. felt like I needed to do. So, you know, if I wanted to sleep in, I would sleep in till eight and then study and not feel bad about it. And like, or sleep in till like nine. And I felt better. Like it made me calmer knowing like, I don't know. I just felt like I was more lax this time, you know, like I wouldn't study for five hours at a time. I would do like an hour here, take a break, do another hour there. And I felt just, I was calmer. I was retaining things better. Also, I think the mindset, right? Like mindset is so important. And when you're going into this, like you need to take care of yourself. So I felt like if I was taking care of myself, um, that the process would just be better. So I think that aspect, not necessarily like the learning aspect, but like the surrounding circumstances were a little better. And then um, studying wise, I would say that I spent a lot less time studying the law this time. I did more practice because I felt like I needed to do more practice, like essays. Um, I felt like Mm -hmm. I could do that last time. I felt like I was studying it too much and not like putting into practice. So this time I made an effort because I felt comfortable with the law um, for most of the subjects. Um, it was about putting into practice. So I started way early with essays, MBEs, like from the beginning. I didn't, I didn't hold, I didn't wait, you know. Um, I started doing mixed sets from the beginning. Um, even if I hadn't gotten to a subject yet, I was still exposing myself to it because I knew like, I probably did know it, you know, in the back of my head. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think... I just was more chill, <laughs> which I think I, I totally, needed. yeah. I mean, absolutely, a hundred percent agree with what you're saying in in the mindset, and also I just want to call attention to the fact that we did it differently, but at the end, we were literally quizzing each other, you guys. So, like, no matter what you do you have to do what you need to do mm-hmm. to get to those and two like, weeks to, get to be to like, that I'm point. right. Like exactly. Like if you're like someone like Haley, you need to memorize the law, you know, like it, do that. And like, I needed to practice the law cause that's what made me memorize it, you know? And yep. but then when we got to the last two weeks, you know, we were at the same point because I think we were, we had listened to ourselves and how we knew how we studied best. And we didn't let anybody Mm -hmm. push anything onto us that we didn't necessarily think was, you know, like I didn't look at what other people were doing this time. I did not give a flying about anybody because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, your only competition is yourself. And you kept on telling me that too. Like we only have to be better than ourselves. So who cares what everyone else is doing? We got to do what works for us. Um, and like, Absolutely. you know, when I also think that when you're a first time bar taker, you're very like, I need to do what everyone else is doing. Cause like, I need to pass. And what am I know, supposed to do? So worried. We're even, okay. This is another example. Like even during the exam in July, I told, I told Haley this the other day. I was like, I was focusing on like people getting up to go to the bathroom. And I was like, oh, I'm sure they're cheating. Like, I was like, why am I even thinking about that? When I'm supposed to be like taking the MBE. Mm. You know, yeah, like, so, 
I think it's a great example too of the idea of like you're running a race. And I was always told when you're running, like if you look behind you, like you're taking time off of your time to get to the end, you know? And that is like the perfect example because I did the same thing or just constantly worrying about like what everyone else is doing to study is like, am I doing this right? Am I doing this right? And it's, but so-and-so is doing this and so-and-so is doing that. And it doesn't matter. You have to, and sometimes so important. I think, well, if you're still in law school to figure out how you learn. Yes. Um, Because I mean, yeah, we can say that we knew how we learned in law school, but also the bar is a whole different beast. Like you really need to know how you can memorize and stick like a huge amount of information in your brain. Um, Because it's not like a law school exam. It it really isn't, you know, and I thought those were really hard. And it, I find the bar to be 10 times more difficult um, than anything I okay, did. Okay, and that's school. what I was going to say. Absolutely. So I've shared this story with you, I think. But I was listening to the Bar Exam Toolbox, which is like, I feel like a pinnacle of the law school podcast realm, right? And mm-hmm. I'm listening to their podcast talk about different things like how to get a higher MBE score because I'm like, that's me. Um and one of them, the title was preparing for the biggest closed book exam, like of your life. And I was like, that's so true. It literally is. But also, I don't know how many of you guys like had fully closed book exams in law school, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I know for us, there were a lot of times, I mean, first off, we were COVID. So when we took our second half of 1L, like it was all open book because it wasn't even for grade. As we progress forward, you know, evidence, we didn't have uh, anything. And I think we had to learn it like hardcore and it helps, you know, I feel like we mm-hmm. came out of there like, okay, I kind of know this stuff. Yeah. But other subjects, you know, which no fault to the schools, a lot of schools let you use a one sheet or open book or whatever, but just realize that you don't really know how you study for a closed book exam because you didn't have to do that. So I just yeah. want everyone who's anyone young in college, in a pre-law, or even, you know, you're, you might have to, when you start to study for the bar, if you didn't have to do that, go back to those times when you were in college or in high school, trying to memorize a lot of information. Like how did that work for you? And that's a thing. Um, and I think that that's why the bar has been so difficult for me because I feel like when I look back at college, um, and even in law school, like I didn't have to put that much effort into learning. Yeah. Like I never, I never really had to sit there more than like two hours and study. And like the next day I can make an A, you know, like it was exactly just how it was even in like with a closed book exam. So I think that just also is a testament to it, that this is such a beast of a test guys. And like when you do your research, like, of course, cause I'm a nerd. I like looked up like is the bar exam, like the hardest exam you can take. And like low key guys, there's like a lot of articles that compare like the medical boards and like the CPA exam and just the way that you have to study for it and like all the steps that you have to take. And like the bar exam is like literally the worst. It's literally the lowest passage rate. (laughs) And it's, it's just the worst. Okay. I mean, if you say you like the bar exam, you crazy, you wild and DM us. We need to talk. (laughs) Right. But it's also a part of it. Like, it's so like, it's like, ah, but it's also, we have to do it. So 
until they change it. Like that's why we're here to like talk Mm -hmm. about it. And one thing is definitely for sure, guys, if you do not pass, your life will still go on and you will live your life. And, and honestly, you're still a great person. So don't Mm -hmm. let yourself think that. I know that I think one of the biggest, scariest parts of July was Samantha and I thinking our lives were going to be over if we didn't pass. I literally, yeah, no. And it's funny because when I was at the bar and in a second, we're going to tell you about our individual experiences because I know you guys just are dying to know. But I was telling some people at the bar on the first day, like a bunch of retakers who were like talking. I was like, well, you know, at least you don't die. (laughs) They all looked at me like, yeah. (laughs) And I was like, they're like, wow, that was dark. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but like, but that's just like what it is. Like at the end of the day, it's a test. Um, my, and my mom like always has to tell, like remind me, you know, like it's literally a test. I went to law school. I graduated. I'm a jurors doctor. I've already done most of the the hard work, you know. Um, and it's just a test, absolutely. And you know, um, okay. Well, now I want to dive in to your experience taking the bar in a different state. Obviously, you know, yeah. like usually when retakers take the bar, they I'm assuming take it in their same state. But yeah, not everyone I mean, gets to, you know, move and take it, whatever. So tell me the differences between taking it like in a smaller jurisdiction, like we were in Oklahoma, even the first time around compared to this time around. Okay. Great question. One of the starkest differences were the obviously amount of people. There were so many more people that I took it with this time than when we took it in Oklahoma. I think it's like almost 10 times as many people, which is crazy, right? Like that's a lot of times. So whenever you're sitting in there, I'm thinking, and, and you know, in Oklahoma, there's three law schools. That's it. Most people are taking it from those law schools, right? Maybe a few people from other places that might've moved back. But when I took it in Texas, I mean, it was just like, everyone had these hoodies from like, Howard and places I had never even heard of, you know, and I'm thinking like, oh my God, like there's so many people here. Like, oh mm-hmm. my God, like this is kind of crazy. Like I kind of felt all one more big like one big room. So it's okay. this, you know, the same idea as when we took it, when it was like in this big convention hall where it's mm-hmm. basically like, you know, I can imagine like a bunch of booths being set up basically. Yeah. Right. And it's this huge room and uh, it was different in the fact that we didn't have our own tables like last time in Oklahoma, you know, they gave you your little own table. This time it was like a long metal table, guys. It wasn't even that big. Like it was very small, not Mm -hmm. a lot of room. And you're sitting there with, you know, it's like sections of four rows with like eight people in a row. So it's like 32 people in your section. Like that's kind of a lot. Obviously not everyone showed up because... You know, sadly, not everyone shows up. And maybe not everyone had the number or whatever, right? But I could see, I, this is like probably I shouldn't, but you can see people's screens. Like I felt like yeah. in Oklahoma, you were far away from people. Yeah. And it was just very like different in that respect. Okay. With that mm-hmm. being said, 
we could not bring in like our Stanley cup. We couldn't bring in a big water bottle. Like I know some people had done last time and we couldn't even bring in coffee. You know, it was only water. Um, and they were checking people's bags. Okay. So I watched Yes. They're big plastic bags. So I just took a baby one. Okay. And it said all I could have was like my contacts, like my pencils, my eraser. I brought some Advil. So I was like, okay, what if I get a headache? You know, that Mm -hmm. was like not Mm -hmm. on there, but I'm like, okay, whatever. And my chapstick. And I was really scared. They were going to tell me I couldn't have my chapstick. And you know, that's like my. Well, you know, they took, they took our friends in Missouri. They took her chapstick. I I was like, yeah, I got lucky. Literally. I was thinking that. No. Oh my God. If I didn't have my chapstick during the bar. I'm like shaking. That's horrible. Like it's so dry. I know. That's what I'm saying. And you're like, for how long? Because I was thinking, do I get this back? You know? Okay. But they went in around and they were checking. They were like looking at people's bags. And it wasn't like they were like looking, looking. But it Mm -hmm. was just these people who walked around in. They were the board of bar examiners, I guess, people. Like Mm -hmm. shirts. And the proctors, I think, Mm -hmm. were just like not people a part of the bar examiner. Yeah. Right? Like maybe like they were attorneys at the bar center. Maybe, right? But they weren't like these head people who were walking around like checking everybody's stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And basically, um, a girl had... Okay. So on the note, it said that you could have your like feminine products, but only like out in their container or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it couldn't be like in another thing, like another pouch, let's say. Oh, so you just had to like show everybody your tampons. Yes. Or your pads, basically. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, which I mean, okay, like, fine, whatever. I'm an independent woman. I don't need to, like, be caring about what other people think about me. But, obviously, there's, like, a lot of women there, and not everyone feels that way. So, I watched them go up to a girl in her big plastic bag, and they pull out, like, Mm -hmm. this little pouch. Like, it's like a little little thing. And and they ask her what's in it. And she's like, oh, it's this. And they're like, take the pouch from her. Bye. Took the pouch. And I'm like, wait, does she get that back? No, she, they make her take her pad out, put the pad in the bag, and take the little thing that she had the products in and took it. Okay. What I'm going to say about that is if the least they could have done is check that there's a little pouch and that as soon as they saw that there was just a pad in it, they could have been like, okay. Like, if I'm going to the bathroom and I need to change my feminine products like i don't necessarily want to be showing everybody that i'm walking in the bathroom with a tampon or a pad you know what i mean yeah in the middle of the bar exam come on also like the fact that you have to take the bar exam on your period already is a whole nother like a whole nother thing that i know have to go through um but okay tell me more and then they go around and they were looking at people's bags and they like took out phone cords and like just chargers and stuff, which I think people were using on break, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, did anyone get caught with the phone? Just, no, no phones okay. that I know of. Okay. And they asked like a million times and they said, if we catch you with your phone, you're disqualified. You have to leave. Like they were like really pushing it, you know? So I was like, okay, I get it. And then mm-hmm. I was also thinking about it during the, you know, when they're reading you the stuff. Like, this mm-hmm. is all copyright. And if you talk about this, you're going to be in big trouble. You know, and I was like, mm-hmm. thinking like, guys, sorry, we can't tell you what were the questions. You know, we want to like laugh with you about all these stupid questions we got, but we can't because we'll go to NCBE jail and yeah. we'll owe them a lot of money. So, uh, 
I just, overall, it was very much the same, but it was also different in the fact that there was also a very diverse group of people, I felt like. So many people of color, so many people of different ages, so many people of different, I mean, even sizes and everything, Mm -hmm. right? Just looking different, like, you know, your classic, Mm -hmm. what you might imagine as a lawyer to the person you're like, oh my God, I'm so happy you're here. Yeah. Um, So it was really, it was cool. It was really cool. And I think it also just solidified to me how big Texas is because I was thinking, wow, all these people are going to like the very edge of this state to go practice law. It's kind of cool. And I guess last question for you is what was the general vibe? Because I feel like in July, Mm. it was very like uptight. Everyone's like so stressed. Like the the vibe is not good. Not it. No. No, I totally agree. Um, I definitely think it was more chill. I don't know if it was, you know, I didn't feel the... um, (laughs) suffocating anxiety in the room, right? Like Mm -hmm. I did in July. I don't know if that was my own suffocating anxiety, but I do think that um, the first day people were nervous. Like no one was really talking Mm -hmm. to each other. Um, You know, people were a little nervous. And then I think Mm -hmm. as it went on, I think people were like, okay, like the second day, everybody was definitely super chill. I think everyone mm-hmm. was like, let's do this thing. Like, let's go. I mm-hmm. think once it was over, everyone was like, God damn it. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Just like everybody always is, mm-hmm. you know? And everyone's leaving. And um, yeah, I, I, did, I did see, I think, a girl walking to her car and she's trying not to cry. And it, I wish I would have said something, but then I also... I'm glad I didn't because I didn't want to embarrass her. But it also like felt for her and I just sent all my energy to her to be like, I love you because I know how you feel. It's mm-hmm. fucking horrible. Okay. So don't yeah. worry about yeah. it. Okay. I love go get him tiger, you know, because it was just like, I know people struggled with this exam, mm-hmm. just like we did in July. These exams are hard. Yeah. Um, for sure. But I think overall it was nice for us to be able to, I mean, once you do something one time, you feel like you just have a better understanding of the experience. Mm-hmm. I will say that for my experience, because it was very different than yours, um, we had 155 people take it. Like you had over a thousand, you know? So that yeah. already there is like such a big difference. Cause I do think like the more people, like there's just more things to look at and just, you know, like it can be overwhelming. Absolutely. Um, I this time they put us in a different conference like convention room I guess and it was like mm-hmm. um the lighting was really good there was carpet it was like quiet I don't know it just felt mm. like nice in there and it was and honestly I think almost every single person there except for maybe like 15 people were all retakers so I think everyone was like camaraderie, like, oh yeah, we got this. Like, like let's go. Yeah. Like, let's go. Like we, 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 you know, it's just, it was, it was nice to kind of catch up with everyone too. And like, kind of be like, you know, this sucks, but like we're doing it, you know? Um, yeah. Like you said, camaraderie and the fact that you have to do this like shitty thing together exactly. again, you know? Yeah. And um, mm. yeah, other than that, just, it was 
chill. I mean, very different than Texas. Like the, I could bring my Stanley. I brought a smaller Stanley with an iced coffee. I, you know, they didn't check our bags at all. Um, you know, I, I had, like, they gave us little cute bags last time. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Let's talk about that for a second. Cause okay. this time around, no one offered me a goodie bag. And I was like, I didn't know they were even giving them out. Cause I guess I got there early and like, they didn't give me one. And then I sat down and then like, I looked up and everyone had a goodie bag with like a stress ball and like candy and like, you didn't get one. Race. No, they didn't offer me one. And then everyone was like, Oh, go get one. Like go ask for one. I was like, I'm not going to go ask for one. Like, they didn't give me one to begin with. Like, I'm so over this. So, whatever. You're like, fine. Um, keep your goodie bag. Yeah, I was like, I don't need your, I need your handouts. Um, and then this time also, I <laughs> ate lunch in my car instead of like eating with yeah. people. I think I was very mm-hmm. intentional about just like not kind of sticking around to chat with anyone because I just didn't. I think that was. I didn't want to like yeah. get any. The vibes. I know I keep up saying the vibes, but it is. It's all in your head. It's all about your mindset. And I just wanted to protect my mindset because um, I was in a good place, I think, the first day. And I just wanted to make sure, like, I kept it yeah, good, you know? Um, I will say the second day, I was more nervous. I think the mm-hmm. nerves were in the room a little bit more than the first day because um, I think a lot of people were scared for the MBE. Cause that's, mm. that's just what I felt. Cause everyone's like, Oh, like this was not my strong suit. You know? Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people struggle with the MBE. So I think there's, there was a lot of anxiety going into that. Um, I couldn't even sleep the night before. So yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it's re- just as a final kind of thought. Mm-hmm. I think it's really, really important, which I know you already said, to have a good mindset. When I started to freak out, I realized that, like, in no way did that suit me. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't because I figured that out on my own. Like, someone had to tell me. Someone who helped me prepare for the bar last time that passed and had taken it multiple times. She knew what to say, right? Because she had been there. So I want you guys to hear this and hear it loud that you're going to be scared. You're going to have self-doubt, but you have got to figure out what makes you feel confident and in control because Mm -hmm. when you're freaking out and when you are scared, you don't perform well. No. And you honestly have to like, you have to convince yourself that you belong there. Number one, um, you have to remind yourself too, like, holy shit. Like I went to law school. Like I'm sitting in a room with a bunch of people who went to law school, which is like, not a lot of people get to do that. It's already, it is Mm-mm. a privilege, you know, like they say like, yeah. but it is, it is a privilege to sit for the bar exam. So like when you think about it, it gives me chills. Cause I'm like, I really had to convince myself of that. And I had to sit in I there agree. and really be like, I deserve to be here. I'm not going to take this test again. Like I'm a lawyer. Like I'm going to write like a lawyer. I'm going to show them what I know. Cause I know that I know it last time mm-hmm. I showed up and I was like, not confident. Like when I was writing the MEEs, I was like, Oh my God, this is horrible. Like, you know, that was my mindset this time around. I was like, I might not know the rule, but you know, it sounds like a lawyer and they're going to give me points. Exactly. 
I think one of the best things that you can do for yourself is imagine that you are in the pinnacle of whatever you're into. If you're into video games, if you're into sports, if you're into gymnastics, if you're into dance, whatever it is, if you love Rihanna, right? Like when people show up to the Super Bowl, when people show up to this huge event to perform, they're nervous, but also they're confident because they're the best. And not just the best, but they're like a champion, right? Like you don't get to be where we are without being badass. Honestly, you don't. And I think you have to believe that. You really do. You have to believe that. You have to realize that everyone gets nervous and that it's a part of it. And how do I use, how do I, and step into the spotlight and shine? Honestly, and literally, and, like it's like you said, like you're an athlete, like it's game day. Yeah. And and this isn't just any game though, right? Like I want you to really believe that you are like in the Super Bowl, like the biggest game, like for a lawyer, this is the biggest game. And like, don't mm-hmm. let that scare you though, right? Like, don't let that be like, oh my God, it's the biggest game. Like I'm going to fall down and I'm going to drip, right? No, it's like, oh my God, this is the biggest game. Like this isn't the time for everyone to see. I have chills to see how badass I am. Mm-hmm. because it is, it really is. It is the time. And, and I can say that last time the nerves got to us, we were scared. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't step into the, the spotlight and shine because we were watching everyone else and trying to figure out what we were supposed to be doing. And I don't, I don't think we felt like, I don't know. I just think it was so different this time around. And maybe, you know, how everything happens for a reason. I truly do think that we had to fail the first time. Because I do think that, I do. I, like, sadly, I do. Yes. I don't. I yeah. Like everything has worked <laughs> out. Um, we've no, you're good. We've learned so much, and I think we've also learned more about ourselves. And like, I don't know. It's just been a really big growing period. Um, yes. And like as sucky it is as it is, it's it is growth. It is, and I, I think too, you realize a lot about yourself about how bad you want it. Like a lot of times we were asked, what was our why? And last time I said a lot about, because I wanted to be a litigator and I wanted to be in the courtroom and I couldn't be in the courtroom without having my license. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, because I wanted to show la 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 la, whatever. This, like, honestly, let's just be honest. It was just this flowery, like, what I thought I wanted to hear. And after not passing, I realized, like, actually, I want this because I want the freedom and the independence that comes with this. I want to be an attorney because I said I wanted to be an attorney. And that is, like, for me, guys, like, for me, when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And that is like my driving force, like deep down within me. I know that. So saying that to myself and recognizing that I realized, dude, like this, you weren't really doing it for the right reason before, you know, you weren't doing it for what lights your fire. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I think everyone's different. Everyone has this reason. And some of us, it is guys like it's a competition for ourselves, right? It's to be better. It's to, to meet this threshold that we set out for ourselves. And that's enough. 
Like it doesn't have to be the flowery reason that you are doing this and taking the bar exam. It's because I said I was going to do it and I'm going to do it, you know? Yeah. And I do think at the end of the day, like it can be a very humbling experience, you know, um, for all of us law students and lawyers who have been high performers our whole life. Exactly. This is going to be one of those times where you probably aren't going to perform great. And that does not go well with your confidence. That being said, wait, go ahead. I one, feel you're add one thing I just want to add. Yes, 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 yes. I want to add that. Okay. You said the high performing. And then I was like, yes, a part of it is when you get to the end, you want to be at this place. You want to be perfect. You want to be the best, right? Like that's what I said, right? Cause I'm the best. But that isn't actually what you need to be for this. That isn't what you need to be is the best. You never, that was never part of the assignment. The assignment was to be average and to rise to the occasion and execute these things with absolute certainty. That's and the I best. think sometimes when you're striving for that perfection, you're not going to be able to do it because like there's so much that is that's on the bar that it's impossible to be perfect. And then you're going to pigeonhole yourself into maybe spending so much time on something that is not in like in the grand scheme of things might not even show up on the bar. Um, and that's where you have to, you know, like you have to put your, your, you have to be okay with not being perfect in this. And I think that that's also, like I said last time, like I wanted to be perfect. I wanted to know everything and like, it's impossible. And like, and you were literally saying, oh, this is terrible. Oh, I can't even do that. Oh, oh, okay, okay. First off, what is the main takeaway from this entire episode? Mindset. Mindset. What does that do for you? Not a thing, right? It's terrible. It's terrible. It really ruined us. On the MBE day, I ruined myself by telling myself I was a piece of shit and I couldn't remember, any, remember anything. That is what happened. Like It was mindset. No matter what we told ourselves before, it came down to game day. It came down to in the moment, being able to tell yourself and honestly believe it, that you're a baddie. And you can say it, but you, know? you don't believe it. Like, I think this time around, we really did believe it. Cause like, and, and why, why do we believe you know? it? And I, I, and I think, I think it's just, it's because we have sat with it. And I think we also know that we deserve it. I think we also know that we're not yeah. stupid. Like, you know, And I think there was a lot of life circumstances that happened between not passing. First off, okay, take a second. We did pass. If me and Samantha wanted to be like sister wives and move to New Mexico and practice law. Which we totally could. (laughs) I know. We had to like like pat ourselves on the back for a second. Like we did pass the bar. We're like over here, like we're like fail it like miserably, but we really didn't. Okay. So with that being said, it's mindset. We had to believe in ourselves. Oh my God, we showed up last time and that's what happened. And then we were reading our answers, guys, and we were laughing our asses off because we were like, what? They gave guys, us points and this is what we said? Let me like just give you a snippet of what I'm talking about. Okay, so I was reading Haley in one of my answers this morning and it was on a trust essay from July 2022. So like we can talk about it now. Um, and I just to, I think... Because I was so freaked out. I wasn't even like thinking correctly and like Like, noticing what I was writing. And I literally put the settler needs to tell the settler. Like 
instead of the settler needs to tell the trustee or like the most basic thing in trusts, literally the first thing you learn. And I messed that up and they still gave me points and I, and I still almost passed my jurisdiction. So like, you know, it's just like when you're under that pressure, when you have, when you're in your head, like mistake, you're going to stop holding yourself come out. And also stop holding yourself to this perfectionist standard. You don't need to be perfect for this test. You don't even need to be perfect in law school. And you know what? Some people are going to be perfect and they're going to get all these high grades, but that doesn't have to be you to be successful. And one of the other things is not just for us to getting these passing scores and being able to be a lawyer in other states is also working, working, changed everything for us. Why? Because our bosses were like, wow, you have these skills that like are really good and are good for a lawyer. And it didn't freaking matter what we made on the bar. And yeah, I think also we are in a very lucky position that we had um, jobs that see our value. Cause you know, like some people are not lucky, like they fail the bar and like they get fired. And I think that our jobs really do recognize that it is a test that is inherently stupid and it doesn't make you it doesn't determine whether you're going to be a good lawyer because like you know we're working on things that lawyers in their first years don't even get to do you know like exactly 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 and i think um when you submit a motion and someone uses your work and then it 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 works it gets granted right i think that really told me dude what are you freaking out about like it's your time to shine and like, let's just go do this. Like, this is just yeah. something we have to do. And I think that that is one of the biggest takeaways. And one of the things that I want to give advice to the July, 2023 bar mm-hmm. exam takers and anybody in the future, right. Is when we say mindset, it you can't be doing the little goofy meme where it's like, oh, please let me make it like manifesting, right? Like we did that. That didn't work. Okay. (laughs) You have to take some inward self-reflection, figure out what works for you, figure out what lights your fire, figure out. I I just want everyone to keep all that in mind. And obviously everyone's situation and storyline is so different and isn't going to be exactly like ours but yeah. hindsight's 2020 and i you know i was told a lot of things i looked for a lot of things i tried to figure out a lot of things before i did this so that i wouldn't have to take it again and i did anyways so just you know learn from our mistakes and learn that you don't have to control everything. You don't have to be the best at everything, but you do have to show up every day and trust that you showing up every day is working because I promise you, like, I swear, I swear it is. Mm -hmm. And I know we all have trust issues out there because law school made us that way, but I swear showing up every day and not, and not just showing up like Samantha said from last summer with checking the boxes and waking up early to get it over with. But it's like listening to your body and showing up when you're your best. Mm-hmm. Because like, I, I remember vividly, like last time, like there were times where I'm just doing practice questions just to do them. And it's just like, wh- yeah. for why, why just wasn't just doing just anything check off the bu- like, wasn't doing anything like this time. Like, I think we were both just more intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And on that note, you guys have left us some questions. <laughs> um, so to end the episode, we will give you guys a little answer. So 
I'll read these out to you and then mm-hmm. we can um, chat about them. Okay. So obviously the, the biggest question that many people ask was just like, how do we feel? And mm-hmm. I mean, after this episode, give them your candy answer. Whole way through, <laughs> my candy answer is like better than last time. <laughs> you That's know, what we like, came up with the vibes, when anyone asked us. The vibes were better. Like, I let's like see how many times I said vibes in this episode. Take a shot every time. You'll be blacked out when I'm drunk. Thirty, <laughs> literally. Um, but yeah, so better than last time. Yeah, that's and, just and, and I really, I think we really mean it, and we're not just saying that. But I think that there's a part of us that you don't feel great, like you don't feel perfect, like we want to feel, like we just went through, right? I mean, I still but cried we do after better the than MBE, last time, so. Yeah. It is what it is. I mean, sometimes um, tears are just nice to get rid of. Also, yeah, I think, you know, I hadn't cried like all throughout bar prep. It was bound to, the waterworks were bound to come out after that. Like the adrenaline was gone from my body. It's like, oh, feel the emotions that you've been neglecting for like months. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's for my therapist. Um, okay. Are the bar questions easier than those asked in bar prep? Are they easier? Um, okay. The only way I can answer this is no, but also because, (sighs) okay. First off, like, I'm just going to go ahead and say, no, bar questions are way more nuanced also, the fact that the NCBE doesn't release all their questions, like you're not going to know the format for a lot Everything. of MBEs. Like, um, it is hard. That's why half the people basically fail it. Um, but yeah, it's no, a hard it, test. It, it, I don't want you to think like, oh, but me not doing like, I'm not going to. Okay, but doing all these practice problems does prepare you for the mm-hmm. exam. It's just like you don't know what to expect when you take the exam. So automatically, I feel like they're harder. Yeah. Because also like, sorry, going into like the MBE, like you know that 25 questions are going to get taken out. You know that there's experimental questions. Like when you take 100 questions at home, like you know that that's... It's not the case. They're all you know? there. Like they're not, they're they're real. not fucking with you with the questions. Like They're not putting stuff in yeah. there that's like literally not law. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's the, that's the short on that. Um, okay, so people asked us why we were taking the bar in February and not July. As we said in the beginning of this episode, we already took the July bar, so we had to take the February yeah. one. Um, yeah. Okay. How did you feel about the MBE? That was the other second most asked question. How did I feel about the MBE? Okay. So there were a lot of questions on there that I was like, hmm, you guys are being a little <laughs> trickster, I see. <laughs> when I count like 50 questions that I think should all be experimental, I'm wondering what you're doing here. With that being said, I definitely thought it was more difficult than the 100 questions exams that I've taken in the past. Yeah. I feel like that's um, all we can say. <laughs> I want to tell yeah. you all the goofy questions we got, but we can't. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say that the MBE, I went into it a little bit nervous because I passed the MBE last time. 
So I was like going into this being like, I don't want to regress. I don't want to go backwards essentially. So when I was taking it, it was like hard and I'm like, you know, process of elimination, four of them are eliminated. I'm like, well, great. There's no answers left. Um, I was like, that kind of sucks. Um, so I thought, yeah, I was like, I, I trusted in my prep enough to hope that when I, if I had to guess that I would be making an educated guess or like by process of elimination, I just think that there were a lot of nuanced questions that are very pointed or very broad and debatable. So I thought that that was another top, you know, like, I don't want a debatable yeah. MBE because there's only four answers here and one is supposed to be right. They're supposed to be right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think that was another one where I was like, there's definitely some on here that are debatable. And I was like, maybe those are experimental. But it's like when you go into the test, you shouldn't be like thinking like, is this the experimental one? Because like, I don't know, just all treat, treat them like they're all count. Yeah. At that point. Um, and um, more MBE questions. Literally, I think we got like, 10 people asking, like, how do you think the MBE... And they're all people who took the bar with us. I <laughs> think they just want, like, mm. confirmation that it was hard. Yes, guys. It yes. was hard. It's been confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Suggestions for managing feels post-bar pre-results. Mm. Okay. I told Samantha this. This is the one time in this experience where you can either make it purgatory, like hell, or you can make it the most ignorant, blissful time of your life. You have a choice. Okay, sometimes you're going to be living in that like, and sometimes you're going to be like, I don't even care. Because you have six weeks or however long, some people more, you know, um, to just digest and just feel. Because like Santa said, there were a lot of feelings put away. There were a lot of things that were compartmentalized that were, you were told, I can't feel this right now. I don't need to feel this right now. Stop it. You know? Mm -hmm. And I think this is the time to schedule that therapy appointment. This is the time to start exercising again. This is the Mm -hmm. time to go find that hobby or do that thing that you've been really wanting to do that you haven't done for like four months because you've been so freaked out. Yeah. And you were in law school. Like, yeah. And I also think that like people think, I don't know, that during bar prep, like you have to give up everything and like you don't necessarily need to give up everything, but it almost like for me, like it felt, it felt like I couldn't do anything but bar prep, you know, like mm-hmm. it is to me, at least it feels like it's totally consuming of everything in my life. Um, mm-hmm. As And I think that's with most people. And that's why I think people struggle when they get out of this like bar prep slash taking the bar. And then they're like, what do I do with myself? You know, like what's Mm -hmm. life? Um, Like I literally didn't know what to do yesterday. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I stayed up till (laughs) first night after the bar, I stayed up till four last night. I stayed up till two. If you guys know me, like that is not normal. Normal. I just don't know what to do with myself. I'm like on TikTok, you know, like all these things. I'm like, not normal either. I know. I'm like, I don't know. Like I'm watching like, it's just, there's just so much life out there. <laughs> I'm just so excited. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think, um, taking care of yourself, focusing on yourself. Cause what I saw someone on Reddit say was like, if you take care of yourself, you're feeling good. Right. 
best case scenario, you pass and you're feeling good. Like you're healthy. You're like, I'm on a routine. Like I got this. And if you fail, well, at least you're still looking good. You know, like yeah. if you've been working out, you, you may feel better about, you know, like take care of yourself is what I'm trying to say. I agree. And I think that that's really important during bar prep as well. Yes. All right. And we got a lot of like the same questions. So I'm just going to um, share the last one because I think we kind of answered all of them throughout this episode. Um, Last one is no questions, but hope you're relaxing and treat yourself this weekend after the bar. So that was a sweet little message. Love that. And yeah, so um, that that's that, guys. I just can't believe it's over. It's kind of like surreal. I felt like I was in a daze yeah. for, you know, like yesterday and honestly today yeah. still, I felt like kind of like in a daze. Like it's kind of like, whoa, like it just, it's an experience. It is an experience. And um it's kind of like when you're trying, whenever you're looking really forward to a vacation or Christmas, I feel like as a kid, mm-hmm. you know, that was like Christmas, you know, um, as soon as you like kind of forget about it, it shows up and it's here mm-hmm. and all the mm-hmm. excitement of the day and the adrenaline of the day goes through. But then, sorry. But the excitement and the adrenaline of the day, you know, is like still there. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of it, it's over, you know, and you kind of like didn't prepare for post Christmas. Like, what am I supposed to do now? And I think that this is a good lesson for everyone. You know, the, the, it also has made me realize that life continues to happen when you're studying for the bar, when you're in law school, when you're doing all these things. And All I know is, guys, I want you to take this episode and feel empowered to do hard things. You know, know that you can do this stuff, whether it's take a hard test, take the LSAT, take the bar exam, you know, but also don't want anyone listening to this episode and and thinking, oh my God, like, I'm so nervous. If you are, please reach out to us. We're wide open and we want to make sure that you know that this is absolutely doable and to work through this anxiety and stress that you have now so that when it comes time for game day, you have the mentality to step into the light and shine. Yeah. That's all I want for you guys. Exactly. And like, if you can get your anxious, because I do think like the mental hurdle is the biggest thing. If you can get over that hurdle before your first exam, you have a a good chance, you know, and a lot of people, yeah, you know, they are good testers and they have that confidence already. I think that both of us, we're not necessarily the greatest testers. So we naturally are a little less confident in that, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah, we, um, it's, yeah, it's been a time guys. We've missed you. Um, we yeah. missed you on Instagram. I like went on there this morning and I was like, Oh my God, like we have so many DMS to answer. And, just people that like care and it's nice to see like you guys are supportive. And also, you know, um, I think one of the things last time I was like, Oh, I don't want to disappoint the audience. You know, like I don't want to be like the mm-hmm. girl who fails the bar. Like, you know, I don't want yeah. people to think I'm stupid, but 
at the end of the day, like so many people have to go through this. And like, if you look at the statistics, literally so many people fail the bar. Um, and a lot of people never pass it. And a lot of people just give up. Um, so and we want to call attention to that because, because there's a lot more than just me and Haley who have failed the bar and a lot of people disappear. A lot of people are so ashamed, literally so ashamed of this. And it doesn't define you. Like, Mm-mm. life goes on life is you know there's it'll be okay we promise yes yes exactly well guys we love you so much we're so happy to be back and yes and um we have a new instagram handle so follow us at the ladies who law podcast yes i know the ladies who law podcast um we are going to be posting on there uh, we have a lot of exciting things and ideas coming up. Obviously, you know, we haven't been around for a while, so there's a lot to catching up to do, but we're yeah. very excited. We um, obviously, this is one of our passions, and yeah, we love you guys. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Right, bye. Bye.